welcome to another episode of Drive with the Healthy Entrepreneur. My name is Rebecca Corbett and I am the Healthy Entrepreneur and you're going to be with me for the next 10 minutes of my drive to work. So this week I would like to talk about getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. So we all have our comfort zone and it's that little circle in the middle where we are most comfortable and we face no anxiety or fear about whatever it is that we are doing. For some of us, that's a physical location. Um, And for some of us, it's certain tasks or working in certain fields or, you know, it might be um, being employed instead of having a business. We all have that little that little circle that where we are the most comfortable but if we stay inside that circle we're never challenged we'll never feel our fear we'll never feel the anxiety it really stifles our chance to grow as a person so I want you to get the idea of being comfortable with being uncomfortable So we're not talking about going and jumping out of a plane. For some people, that is comforting. For me, it is absolutely terrifying. So I'm not talking about going and facing that giant fear. I'm talking about one step further than being a little bit butterflies in the tummy and somewhere between that and a step backwards from rocking in the corner in the fetal position having a mental breakdown. Somewhere in between there is your ideal zone of um, optimum anxiety. So your optimum anxiety is where you are feeling your fear and you're facing it and you are feeling that anxiety, but it's optimal for you. It's acceptable and it's achievable. See, our anxiety and our uncomfortableness is a bit like a muscle. So every time we flex it, it gets a little stronger. So every time we step outside of that circle of comfort, that comfort zone, we get a little more used to being uncomfortable. We get a little more used to the anxiety and eventually our comfort zone can expand. So I want to give you a bit of an example. I, as a part of my role um, with my contract as the entrepreneurship facilitator, I have to speak in public quite a lot. Now, recently I attended an expo and whilst I was at my stall, they had um, Channel 7 News come and ask if they could speak with me on camera and ask me some questions. Now, when I first started in my role, I did not know that all three TV stations were coming (laughs) to interview me with one of our members of parliament. It was probably a good thing that I didn't know that they were coming (laughs) until five or ten minutes before. But I was completely riddled with anxiety. I stumbled on my words. I was not prepared. I didn't have clever little catchphrases that I could pull out of my tool of tricks. None of that. Um, (laughs) I was so anxious. Watching it later on TV, it looked great. (laughs) But at the time, it was awful. So that was about six months ago. I have had to do um, interviews with people for the news again since then, um, both the newspaper and TV. 
Um, I've also had to do quite a number of public speaking events in that time. So prior to then, I had run workshops and I'd spoken in public before. I actually used to do a lot of the school musicals back when I was in high school. So I'm definitely not afraid of the stage um, <laughs> when you're talking about your own business. It feels like you're being um, cut to the core and everyone can see straight through you. So you get a bit of anxiety with that. But when I, um, you know, six months ago, when it was very obvious that I was going to have to public speak a lot more, um, I just got really practiced at it. I've worked out ways now so that um, I am prepared and I am calm and might still get a little anxious sometimes, especially when it's a new topic or a topic that I haven't spoken on for a little while. Um, But I have now tips, tricks and techniques, but I'm used to that anxiety. And now today I delivered um, a keynote and it was one that I had done before, but I hadn't done it for a couple of months and I did it with very little preparation and I managed to get through without stumbling on my words. So by facing that little bit of fear and anxiety, um, you know, and I put myself in that range of optimal anxiety where, you know, I'm not rocking in the corner having a mental breakdown, but I'm feeling a little bit anxious. I flexed that anxiety muscle just a little Um, And now my comfort zone has moved out. Of course, if I had have spoken on a new topic today, it would have been a different kettle of fish, but I would have just prepared. So you see, networking events is often something that I talk about with clients and they tell me that it gives them anxiety to go to a networking event. They don't know how to talk to people while they're there. They don't know what to say. They feel like they're being judged. But you know what? your fear and anxiety over that will be far worse than you will feel when you've actually been and you've come home. It'll be like, oh, that wasn't so bad. So have a think about that part of your business that makes you uncomfortable. What gives you that anxiety, those butterflies in your stomach? Is it cold calling? Is it going to networking events? Is it taking on a new client? Is it that fear of failure? Where is it that you are most uncomfortable? Um, And I want you to have a think about how can you flex that uncomfortable muscle and make it a little stronger and be a little less uncomfortable next time? What are the little baby steps that you can take to get yourself closer to that, you know, comfortableness when you're public speaking? What can you do to get yourself there? And as you step out of that comfort zone, that is where the key is. That is where the magic happens. That is where you are no longer stifled by, um, you know, the same ideas or you no longer only go to events where you're the most comfortable. And when you are used to that optimal anxiety, you will go to other events. You'll go and hear on other topics that you've never heard on before. You'll challenge your thinking. You won't always choose um, keynote speakers that you're comfortable with. You'll go and challenge yourself and listen to someone who makes you feel a little uncomfortable and challenges your beliefs and challenges your thinking. Put yourself out there just a little bit. It sometimes takes that leap of faith, but know the things that you can put into place so that 
when you do take that leap of faith and you do step outside your comfort zone and you are in that state of optimal anxiety that you have techniques that you can employ to bring you back to being comfortable so one thing that I like to do is that if I'm going to a town that I've never been to before um, and I'm not sure where I'm going to be able to eat I will make sure that the hotel that I am staying in is close enough to venues that I can eat at I Google um, food venues and I look at the reviews and make sure that I'm not going to get you know like food poisoning Um, you know I have a little map in my mind of where I'm staying where I need to be for my event the next day where is the public transport what time is my flight home how long do I have between the venue and the airport and I go through all of those things and I have them I'm a little OCD but I put them all in a document kind of like an itinerary so that I know exactly where I need to be at what time and when and what bus number I need to get on and how much the bus fare is you know all of that sort of stuff I prepare that ahead of time so then I know that when I get to that city and I need to do these things I'm comfortable I make sure that I arrive early and I leave plenty of time to prepare um, when I have to speak Um, and then I have little things afterwards so I quite like oils I quite like aromatherapy so I um, carry with me a little bottle of I call it my anxiety blend Um, and I often will roll that on me and I will smell that before I need to do something but I also keep it on me for those times where I have gone out of my comfort zone and I feel awful and I can put those oils on and I can take some deep breaths and I can bring myself back to center um so that is something that I practice at home so when I am comfortable I practice what I call box breathing so I breathe in for four I hold it for four I breathe out for four I hold it for four and I repeat and I do that four times with the oils in my hands and I usually cut my hands over my nose so that I can smell my oils while I'm taking those breaths so I actually practice that when I am comfortable when I'm not in that fight or flight mode when I know that I am safe so that when I am out of my comfort zone and I'm feeling anxious and I'm not sure what to do I can do those breaths it brings me back to center and it tells my mind that I'm okay and I am safe that's one of my techniques um, that I use so have a think about what techniques can you use to calm yourself down when you do push yourself out of your comfort zone and you might push yourself a little far and you need to bring yourself back to center a little bit do you find that your fear holds you back or is it just me Um, fear is a great great motivator and you know what fear is not going anywhere your fear it'll always be there no matter how practiced you are I still had fear this morning that um, nobody would turn up to my keynote to listen to me speak Um, I still had that fear that I would mess up my words or sometimes I forget to install my filter and I might say something that's inappropriate and I'll offend somebody in the room not often but sometimes so I did have that fear but I reminded myself that it was okay and that it wasn't the end of the world if that happened and that everything was going to be all right and you know what at the end of it nothing really bad happened so have a think about your techniques remind yourself of them I used to put post-it notes everywhere to remind myself to do my box breaths all the time 
find the things that work for you and remember them and make sure that you are prepared to employ them when you need them that's it from me for this week um until next week take care